What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Remember Country Music Podcast. As usual, I'm Kyle Corbus, and uh, today's going to be a great day. It's, uh, it's Thursday where I am. It's tomorrow's Friday. It means the weekend's coming. I mean, what's better than that? But everybody, I'm excited. Uh, I got my, my good pal, my buddy, Joe Bryson, coming to hang out with me today. Joe, thanks for coming back. I appreciate it. It's always good to see you. It's always good to talk. Uh, we're going to talk about this new song and just uh, and catch up a little bit. But how are you? What's going on? Absolutely, man. What is up? rcm pod yeah i'm doing very well man busy busy as ever and um trying to pump out these new tunes man i love it i love it so what's new in your world last time we talked i think it's been like what like i want to say it's been like like i think it's almost a year on the dot a year on the the dot dot almost it's very close should we we fact check this i'm gonna as we're talking i'm gonna go back and see if that's true a year on the dot it's funny because like i feel like time just flies by so fast and that doesn't feel like a year that really doesn't feel like a year. It, it doesn't at all, especially in the past year. I feel like so much has happened. <laughs> right. Right. It's, it, yeah. it goes by so quick. And like, then yeah. all of a sudden, here it is. Wait, let's see. Almost. Almost. June. Beginning almost. of June would be a year. Yeah. I was like, I feel I feel like that was like last summer or whatever. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So much has happened since then in the past so year. Update us. What, what's um, happened last year? What's good? Man, just wrote. A ton, yeah. wrote a ton, got really back into it, played a bunch of shows, man. Right. Um, just doing the damn thing, right. I guess. Uh, and um, yeah, kind of got more involved in the Nashville scene, I guess, and yeah. had some more writers. Um, I kind of you were at, you were near Middle Tennessee, right? Like that was where you were living before, unless you're still living yeah. there. That's where you were. Yeah, yeah, right. uh huh. Um, Murfreesboro. So um, yeah. Also, kind of explored my. Louisiana roots a good sure. bit more in my writing. You could probably yeah. tell a little bit from the the last tune I just put out. Um, and I actually went back home quite a bit. Um, just uh, for from unforeseen circumstances, I had a my sister had a baby. Um, there you so go, Uncle Joe. Home. And so I know, dude, Uncle Joe. And I <laughs> I kept going back and forth a lot because I love that <laughs> little dude. Um, but yeah, and in that I kind of rekindled relationships with um guy like guys like clay and um people from the south louisiana scene and um kind of ventured into that you know artistry a little bit more um the south louisiana roots and um and it's been cool man and uh it, i think it definitely shows in that the down to the filter um last yeah. tune i just put out so i i um, agree i agree i think that is cool um so my thing first, first off, congratulations, you're an uncle. Do you consider yourself Thank a funkle? You. Like, are you a fun uncle? Oh, you, like, dude, do you try I to am... be the guy that like gets like, like if mom says no to something, you're like, yeah, go ahead. Oh, dude, I mean, I am without a doubt the crazy uncle for sure. Uh, <laughs> like, like one of my, I say like all the time, like one of my favorite things to do is just like have a, have a few beers, um, yeah. just around the family and like and like yeah. hang out with my nephew. It's the best. Like, not neither one of us can walk. We're both kind of stumbling around. There you go. You know? That's a good time, man. He'll teach you how to crawl. You'll be all right. He'll yeah, right. we're both crawling. He's spitting up. I'm throwing. You know. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's spitting up. I'm projectile yeah. vomiting. The, the family's both taking care of us. It's a good time. <laughs> it's listen. You're on the same wavelength. That's why I say I get along with dogs so well because I'm because we have the same like size brain. So it kind of just works the same. Um, yeah, dude. I'm there for a good time, man. Me? Me and nephew. We're, we're here out. for a good time, not a long time. 
Exactly, man. What 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 is one thing as an uncle like? So like, I feel like it's 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 weird, right? Because like when you have your own kids, you kind of like grow up a little bit. But when you're an uncle, right, you can get all the satisfaction of taking care and like caring for this uh this person that knows nothing about the world, but also have the fun in it. So like. What excites you about being an uncle going forward? And does that, that, I'm sure that probably helps your music. Like, I'm sure you probably had inspirations, like, you know, like obviously there's like this being that, that their whole life is ahead of them. And I'm sure that, that you probably think about that when it comes to your writing and things like that. Yeah. Um, man, I, I know I joke about it, like, you know, um, but it honestly really was a kick in the ass for me. Um, I was like, oh man, like sisters having babies. Like, I was like, I gotta get, I get my shit together yeah. um, a little bit. And um, yeah, so it, it also, it kind of matured me, you know, sure. in a weird way. Um, but like, even though it's not my kid, you know, like I still wanted to be as involved in his right. life as I can. Like, yeah. um, and uh, yeah, so I found in that, like, that's, I really started going back home a lot, kind of like I said, and spend as much time as with my family as I could. And um, yeah. I don't know. I put a lot of pressure on myself to make something happen with music and, you know, yeah. start making some money, you know, like sure. get this ball, get this thing rolling, man. Yeah. Start messing around. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's been cool. But like you said, it's, it's also like not my right. kid. So like I can just like, well, there's some wiggle room and be like, yeah, he'll yeah. start crying. I'm like, all right. I don't, here. <laughs> if, if he takes, if he takes a, a dump in his diaper, you're like, okay. I'm like, oh, I got him go. back. Have you changed your diaper? Guy. You haven't changed your yeah. diaper, have you? I haven't. Yeah, good. <laughs> wait, wait. I want to. I want to hear your thoughts on this because so I, <clears throat> I have like a super. Um, what's the word? I wouldn't say a strong sense of smell. I mean, I guess maybe, but like, um, like really potent, bad smelling things. Like I, like I, like I have a really sense. Like I gag really easily. Right. Like going to the I'm dentist. The exact same way. Going to the dentist is hell for me because the second you like put something, like do an X-ray or something, I'm I'm like almost puking. It's it's ridiculous. Um, but. <laughs> but um i always say like like cleaning up other pre- people's dog poop is like hell on earth for me like i had to dog sit and i had to clean up my friend's dog poop right their, their dog the dog pooped and i had to clean it up that's how that goes and and i like it was like eight in the morning and i'm like trying not to fucking puke all over the sidewalk because i gotta clean this dog's like gross shit up but if it was my own dog i feel like it wouldn't be that bad but i also so like um I have a friend who is a little bit older than I am and, and him and his wife just had twins. And I'm like, man, I don't think I could change a diaper. I just, yeah. I don't. It'd be like one of those viral TikTok videos where you see the guy just like getting all red. And he's just like, yeah. yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, that. And that would be me. But apparently it's like when it's your own kid and it's like your own like flesh and blood, like that smell doesn't bother you. And I don't believe that for a second. But apparently that's good. Yeah, I, there's no way. There's no way. I, cause it's like poop is poop, right? At the, poop is poop. At the, end of the day, man. You're like, it doesn't matter if it's your kid or how much you love him. Like, I love this little guy to death. I would die yeah. for him. I would do anything. I would jump off a bridge for this little kid, you know, whatever. Yeah. But. You wouldn't change his diaper. I don't know if I changed his You diaper. wouldn't touch his <laughs> shit. You just wouldn't. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> like, I, I, I'm getting used to the spit up. I am. I will say that. Um, right. Like when I'm holding him and like he just yaks a little bit on me, like that doesn't bother me as much for whatever reason. Um, but dude, I just can't get past the mental block of 
cleaning up shit. One day, you're, one day you're going to have to change that diaper. I promise you. One day you're going to have to change oh, that diaper. And when you do, when you do, you should videotape I'll it. I'll text you. And then you should send I'll it to me. I'll text you. I want to see will. you do it. I want you to prop it up. I want to see your I face know. the whole time. I'll probably throw up, man. That's I've, the best I'm the exact part. same way. I'm the exact same way. I have a very sensitive gag reflex. I don't know, man. Just, yeah, just no, it's not it. My my worst <laughs> my worst experience. This you'll you'll crack up with this. Uh, my if my buddy Ian is listening right now, he'll be dying. Um, essentially, uh, his family's got like three dogs, right? And uh, when they go away, not like away away, but when they're out of the house for a very like extended period of time, like let's say they had to go to a wedding, right? And they're out of the house all day. Um, if they need to let the dogs out, and I'm home to feed the dogs or whatever, I let them out because there's one dog. He's not the nicest, but he really likes me. So it's like kind of easy. Um, so, so I'm like, sure. Yeah, I'll, I'll go feed the dogs. No problem. Right. And so I go and they leave me a little instructions and, and apparently they, they changed what they're eating. So I didn't know this, but so you were supposed to give them dry kibble. Right. And then the wet dog food and mix it in. It like helps with their digestive system. Yeah. yeah. So, so oh. I, I didn't grow up a dog. So I've, I know what kibble was, but I've never like actually like, giving a dog wet dog food right so i'm like yeah okay so i go grab this can and i open it up and it whiffed right under my nose and i <laughs> almost puked. it was the worst so then i call my buddy oh, on facetime i'm like dude like how do i mix this in he goes just take a little scoop and mix in i'm like all right i'm Ooh. like i'm gonna show you he's like show me how much you put in there i go okay so i ha- i propped the phone up i scooped right I dropped it in and I'm like gagging the whole time. I actually found like one of the disposable masks and I put it on my face because I couldn't deal with the smell. <laughs> so, so I'm like gagging as we're doing this. And he goes, dude, get a grip. Right. And then I run away out of the camera and I puked in the sink. Everywhere. Oh, man. It was dude, the, that's how, uh... Joe, it was the vile <laughs> smell. It was the worst smell ever. No, I can imagine. Like, you know, have you ever been like, um, like catfishing when you do the jug lines or whatever? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Have yeah. A stink bait? Yeah, it's, exactly, it's the same thing. That's all that that dog food is probably. But like, I remember when I was a little kid and like doing that with my grandpa used to make me bait all the hooks. Yeah, and like, dude, I was geared up. I had like he had a de- he was a dentist, so I, he had like the rubber gloves. Had the rubber gloves on. I had like my nose plugged in. I was like, Ridiculous. you know, that's up outside crazy. the boat. <laughs> it's that's the exact nuts. same thing. See, that's why I I don't I don't fish as much anymore. I used to fish when I was a kid, and for me, I just I don't know why. I mean, we don't have fishing spots like they have down south so it's like not as fun but um like a couple summers ago my buddy loves to fish and i typically go with him and i drink the beer or if we're on a boat like i'll i'll oh, run yeah. a boat, right so so um one summer there's like this pond not far from my house that for some reason in suburban new jersey has a ton of catfish and so at night we would go and catfish right and he started using that and i'm like you can do, I'm going to sit over here. I'm just, gonna <laughs> I'm, out. I'm out. I was like, I'll just, <laughs> I'll sit over here with my Miller light. We'll call it a day. Like, yeah. I'll, we're good. <laughs> uh, you want to catch it. fish, but you want to yeah, catch fish. Yeah. I was like, how bad. bad. No, I can't. How bad you want these catfish, man. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. I, it's, yeah. it's so bad. You know what I heard about? And you, you'll know about this term, um, which I knew was a thing, but I didn't know it was called this name. And now I'm forgetting the name. And I'm curious if you would know. What is it called when you catfish, right? And you like do it with your arm where the catfish like. Yeah. Uh, noodling. Yeah. Noodling. noodling. I learned about noodling like two weeks ago. Like I knew, that noodling, I knew that noodling was a thing. I didn't know it was called noodling. 
Dude, I've I, I've tried it, but I never got a catfish. Actually, well, how do you get I it? Never, to, um, how do you get it to like? Go you on basically rock? like we have to be with someone who probably <laughs> knows. I, well, it's not that hard, I guess. But like, you literally essentially you go like find a, a hole like inside of a bank or like on a boat launch or something or like mm -hmm. a log, and stick your arm in there, and basically mm -hmm. like uh, the the catfish thinks it's food so they just you know latch on and then you just grab them but they don't have they don't have teeth do they? they it's like like bristles but right it's still, so it wouldn't it actually hurt you. it still hurts it's still oh it does hurt <laughs> yeah i mean i've ne i've never honestly i've never caught a, a catfish noodling like that um but i've tried it um but That's i don't cool. know i never got it yeah it's me i don't know if i would if i would feel confident enough to stick my arm down a dark hole in murky water well yeah, I guess that's a good point. <laughs> that's part of it. That's part point. of it. Like uh, even lakes. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. No. Yeah. Even lakes, man. Where like I, I like my buddy's got a lake house in upstate New York. Like I'm talking the boonies of New York. Like there's nothing up there, and um, it's really nice to go up there and hang out for a weekend, right? But like, obviously, so like how it goes, they have a dock, they have a boat dock, and a jet ski dock, right? And then you get in the water and it's rock for a while and you can like kind of stand for a little bit and then eventually it drops off. But when you're standing on these rocks, man, there's like, obviously there's fish. That doesn't bother me. Like the fish yeah. moving between your legs, but there's snakes and that scares the uh, shit out of me. I can't do that. Yeah, That's crazy. It's, uh, I don't know. I guess, I think I just got used to doing it maybe. Sure. I don't know. Probably. I just grew up around it, but yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I definitely get it. Like my buddy's here, like, like swimming in the ocean's weird form, you know? Uh, like, see, the know. ocean I doesn't bother me, but the ocean bothers a lot of people. The ocean doesn't bother me though. Yeah. It's crazy. I don't know. Yeah. I, 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 I guess just cause we had the Gulf of Mexico right? yeah, yeah, growing true. up, you know? Good point. Yeah. No, someone said this thing about the ocean once. I'm, I'm curious what your thoughts are here. So someone said once that um, they won't swim in the ocean. And then I said, why? And they said, well, would you want someone, what would you do if someone broke into your house? And I'd said, I'd, you know, do something about it. Right. And he goes, essentially by us swimming in the ocean, we're breaking into a shark's house and he's going to defend his house. And I'm like, I mean, I guess, but still it's a pretty I, big house. I mean, I guess you got a good point. That's a, yeah. You got a big ass house. <laughs> <laughs> you might not even know they're there, you know? Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's never, sharks never bug me. It's the stingrays that bug me. You don't like the stingrays, dude. I don't like the stingrays ever since Steve Irwin, man. Dude, I was gonna say, ever know. since the crocodile hunter. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's, that's what bug, what bugs me. The stingrays, man. Because on the beach, I'm like always shuffling my feet and stuff like sure. that. Uh, you know, I'm that guy. And they're bottom yeah. feeders, right? Don't they swim on the bottom? So like, you never actually. Know. Yeah, dude. They're right there, and they're like, you can. They don't care, dude. They yeah. sting you. You know, sharks they're are probably a little scared of you. Probably. The funniest thing about the ocean yeah. here, though, is that like the water's like gray, so you can't fucking like unless you go if you if you're like shallow, you can see your feet, but if you're not, you totally can't. So really, New Jersey, the New Jersey, the Jersey Shore, yeah, totally. Water's I've never like, been, man. Yeah, the the water's like brown, like not yeah, literally, but it's just it's not blue. Yeah, so like you can't see through; it's not transparent. Damn, it's the same color as Snooky. Yeah, same, same. That's why. That's that's why it's brown. Actually, I, I guess so, brown. man. All that spray tan, dude. It all came <laughs> girls off. jumping in, man. It all came off. <laughs> Fucking incredible. All right, so here's. I want to shift gears here. So you mentioned, uh, you know, being home a lot and and how that's kind of um, 
influence your writing and influence your sound. And with uh, Down to the Filter here, that's 100% what I heard. Very bluesy. Yeah. Uh, very um, John Mayer-ish type. Oh, thank you. Right? <laughs> yeah, like, thank like that. that slow electric guitar that's um, that yeah. is uh, uh, less like a shred and more like a accompanying a voice. Yeah, like yeah. I always think it's of like that that like blues guitar as like a second voice without lyrics. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, what? What? <laughs> I think we kind of did it unintentionally with that that guitar part right there. That's actually mm -hmm. my. My like guy who I've been playing a ton of shows. His name's Ford Cooper. Um, cool. He's out of Nashville, and his thing is like slide, and like it's just what he's known for. And nice. I don't even think he means to do it, but what it really is, it's like it's like almost like a saxophone tone that he creates on guitar, yeah. and it's just incredible. It adds so much taste and and flavor to the tracks, and um, but it that's pretty much what he did. Like for like he went along with the vocal line, vocal melodies. <laughs> for a good bit of that song and he would just like copy it and it was like a call and response thing with the vocal um cool. so it came out super super cool i, but, I yeah, agree john mayer dude i'll take that I'll well take listen that. like, like say that. there is there is like whenever i listen to music there's always like one thing that sticks out to me and for some reason that was it right like i mean obviously yeah. if you listen more and more there's more things that stick out but upon first listen i was like oh this is it's a little different because I remember a lot, you know, we've been talking, you know, back and forth over the last year or so. And, and, and for me, what, what it always seemed like from you was like, like, I remember a year ago, right. You put out all these songs and, and your goal was to kind of shift your sound a little bit to kind of yeah. be this more rock and roll influenced sound, right. And what you accomplished mm -hmm. and then yeah. going forward, you know, that is kind of what you're hearing but you're also just hearing a little bit of a variation of that. And it's less, it's less, um, it's less in your face. I think. Yeah. Like it's less skinnered and more like, yeah. TV rave on type. You know what I mean? Like less, uh, like, yeah. less like slappable and more like this is, yeah. this is moving together. I don't know. You get what I'm saying. Um, no, I know exactly what you're saying. And it's, I, people have been asking me to put that into words for like, like since I've been doing it. So like I, I get it. And it, it's weird. It's like a lot less um, Nickelback slash Kid Rock slash yeah. that type stuff. And like more Gavin DeGraw. -esque. Yeah. Um, almost like Eric Churchy a little bit. Like it's still sure. got a little, a little edge, um, yeah. I think, but uh, it's definitely not as like get in a pit and try to love somebody. Right. <laughs> yeah. Which is all, which is all great stuff. But like, yeah, you also just have to kind of find that middle ground, right? Like I feel like, um, when it comes to, uh, we'll use just like general country music as as a genre, right? Like when it comes to people who um, start off a little more on maybe the popular end, um, yeah, because it's a way for them to get in, and then they shift and they become a little bit more tra traditional, and you know, there's a little bit more steel and there's a little bit more, you know, fiddle or whatever you might have in there. I feel like it's it's kind of like that, right? It's like it's like we're gonna start with this play with it, have some fun with it, and then like kind of really find the direction that we want to go. Do you know what I'm saying? I it, That's exactly what it was. Yeah, I've, I've kind of always <clears throat> just really followed the influence, man. Um, sure. Like, I don't know, I, I very rarely like say, like get in a, a room or you see, sit down and write down. I'm like, I want to write this type of song. Like I kind of just, it's just, that sounds so corny to say, but like I just kind of go wherever like the the artistry kind of takes me. Yeah. Um, 
and a lot of that like this song in particular like I really wanted to see what I could do with my voice like I wanted to kind of put that on display and be like yeah. all right like let's just let loose on this track and um yeah and that's we landed on down to the filter and been kind of writing in that vein ever since and it's just sure. felt so natural and organic and um and correct so and um, there's there's a couple of really big <laughs> notes in this song that like i don't think i've heard from you in yeah songs, which i think is really cool oh, right because like your voice is really unique and um like i always know like if i was to listen to you without hearing you for the first time i think the only thing the first thing that would stick out is the fact that, that your voice is is on the unique end, right? Like it's, it's really not like you mentioned like Eric church, right? Like Eric church has a totally different voice from probably anyone else in country music, right? Like you have a totally different voice than yeah. most people. It's just, it's, it's not cut and dry, right? Like it's, it's a little edgy. It's a little rougher on the edges and that's what makes yeah. it so good. Right. So, um, but it's also smooth at the same time. So um, I like that blend. I think it's, I think it's really good. Now, where'd you come up with the, uh, the title of the song? Why, why down in the filter? Oh man. Um, so it's a cigarette reference. Right. I'm sure you got it. <laughs> but I, it's, it was kind of like a mantra almost, uh, to me, like, I don't know. It, like, it fits like so well in like the party aspect, like, like mm -hmm. let's burn this night down, you know, like we're going to mm -hmm. smoke it or like down to the filter. Like if you smoke a cigarette down to the filter, there's yep. absolutely nothing left. Um, but, uh, like in a party setting, like you're going to burn this night down, you know, uh, it's, do it all the way um but i also like it like in even in just a life sense or um like no matter what i'm doing um i just like to do it to the absolute fullest you know I love um, down on the filter there's you know there's nothing left um so yeah that's kind of where i gathered that it's almost like my carpe diem i like that a lot i yeah, like I that a lot because I, I think that um you know we're probably in a similar boat here and i'm sure that there are a lot of people that are like I don't know. Personally, I don't like to half-ass things. Like if I'm genuinely, here's the deal. If I'm genuinely passionate about something, I won't half-ass it. But if I'm like, kind of like, this sucks a little bit. Like I'll take it as far as I could take it and then I'll move on and yeah. really focus on the thing I care about. Right. Um, so like, I, I like that that's kind of your, your, they, that you kind of loop this uh, life mantra into, um, you know, a song that was also, a little bit about partying right but there's also yeah. like a deeper a deeper meaning to it which i think is really cool and it's like you know how people always say like you can interpret songs basically any way you want to you just have mm -hmm. to figure out what that song means to you i think that that's what you have here right like i think there are some people that are gonna listen to this and say like this is a song about you know finding someone and basically living to the sun comes up type deal yeah but mm -hmm. there's gonna be other people that listen to this song and says, like you just yeah. said, like, why can't I burn a cigarette down to the filter? Why can't I burn life down to the filter as far as I could take it? Right. So exactly. Yeah. Um, I love that, man. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. I think that's <laughs> awesome. So congratulations. I think it sounds great. And um, do you, do, have you, have you been able to play it out yet or are you um, still waiting to do that? Yeah. So I actually played it out um, a couple of times before it was nice. released. Um, I had a couple of shows. I played bus call and then I had another show around here in Nashville. Um, and yeah, TikTok loved it. I had a little video of me singing the chorus of it at, at bus call. Um, I was like, oh, okay, like it might be might be onto something with this. Um, so yeah, I played it out and the, the response was crazy. Um, like you said about about the voicing, I, I think a lot of people didn't like know that that's 
that was like the full scope of my voice. Like I remember I played it for my buddy and like when I hit like those really high notes and like yeah. half of the song, he, he was like, that's you. <laughs> he like didn't know I could do that. Um, so I think it was really cool to, to show off the whole new aspect of my artistry and everything. Um, but yeah, I'm um, starting to play it out more and more. I'm on tour right now actually with this, this company called awesome. Six Pack. I'm, I'm rapping them. Shout out Six Pack. Um, but yeah, they're that's a, a media company. Man, that's a good idea. Six Pack, I like that. Dude, they're they're super cool. Um, they're a media company based out of out of Nashville, and um, yeah, I got like five dates with them this month, and we're going all over. So that's awesome. Very very cool. So did you did Thank you, you um did you feel a shift? Like were you did you kind of feel like you were hitting a dead end in in Murfreesboro, and then but not in like a negative way, but like you kind yeah, of no. needed something to give you like a jump, and Nashville kind of gave you that little push in the ass. Like all right, now it's time to go. I, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, what it was for me was kind of leaving the college sure. um, side of it. Like, I was like, yeah. oh, my gosh, like, um, I got to get it together. Like, I left college, and then um, well, I'm actually still in college. I'm all online now, though. Right. I'd say you will laugh yet. Like, I'm like, kind of in college. Is online college really college? You know? Hey, <laughs> as long as you get a degree, it doesn't matter. Dude, I, degree, I, matter. I think – I guess you're right. Um, That's right. But <laughs> it's just, Listen, at the end of the day, it's just a really expensive piece of paper. Piece of paper, man. God, um, anyways, but <laughs> um, yeah, so I got out of like my college life here and my sister had the baby and I was like, man, like it's really time to, you know, kick it into gear and make something happen with the, with this music thing. Um, and that's really what it is. Like I'm still living in Murfreesboro, but man, I'm, I'm in Nashville every single day. Um, it's like, it's about 30 minute drive, but uh, okay. still like literally right after this interview, I'm headed up for a, a co-write uh, in sure. town. Yeah. Okay. And um. But yeah, it's been cool just to really find a good group of writers that I really click with and then um, have some like a company like Six Pack to, you know, reach out to me and help me out and yeah, trying to trying to do the damn thing. So Yeah, I, I think that's really important. Like like I I, I feel like all like there's just uh, you know, I I've had a very small footprint in this music industry in the last three years, right? Like an incredibly small footprint. But the one thing that I've learned over the last three years is like there's there's this uh idea about what Nashville, Tennessee really like really is, right? And everyone's got kind of got their own opinion. But at the end of the day, the way I look at it is you are putting yourself in a fishbowl of people who are very talented, some maybe more talented than you, which pushes you. Um and you all kind of have the same mindset and you're all passionate about the same thing. So even if you're like, if you're in one area, that's why, like, I always use the example of like Garth Brooks in Oklahoma, right? Like Garth picked up from Oklahoma. He was making a ton of money, but he picked up and went to Nashville, realized that he'd make significantly less money in Nashville, left after like a couple of days, came back and then ended up going back. And obviously, you know, the rest is history. But the reason why I use that story is like, is like you can either bubble yourself and do music only for the money or you can go to this place that is a cesspool for music and not just country music and really expand your mind and really take you to another level, even if that means you're sacrificing something else. But if you really love it, you'll do it. Yeah. Yeah. That's, um, that's kind of the thing, man. Like it, it is what it is, you know, right. like at the end of the day, it's, you know, it's an industry. Um, and when it comes with an industry like that, like, it's like, you're going to surround yourself with like the best of the best. Um, so I don't know. It's like uh, iron sharpens iron, man. It's like that's what one thing it's gonna be. It's it's been for me. Um, just being around 
that competitiveness and, and not only that, but just embracing it. We're like looking at it for what it is. Like we're all trying to do the, the, this thing. So like, let's make each other better, you know? Um, and um, that's what it's been. And and finding a group that I, I really click with and we're all on the same page musically about, you know, um, the type of music we're trying to make um, has just really done wonders just from my writing and, and even recording. And um, yeah, it's been cool, man. I've been blessed. So. I, I think that's great, man. I, and like, you know, you know, I've known you for a little bit here and, and, and to see that you're kind of really starting to do something that you're, that, that you're like all in on, right? Like, it's not like, yeah. I like it, but I don't like, it's, yeah. it's fun, but like, I'm not where I want to <laughs> be yet, but to, to, to see you like kind of do exactly what you want to do and like making these steps is, is, is really cool to see. And like, you have a, you have a crazy story, right? Like, you know, you, you've 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 seen some stuff right like you've, yeah. you've been through some shit and to and to see um the growth and uh even from like a recording and a writing standpoint and just as like a performer right like you know i see all these videos on social media like you're playing on stage yeah. and you're playing for these and like that's awesome that's really cool to see so um i love it and i think that uh you know onwards and upwards you know what i mean like just just amen keep on chugging forward and, and, and it'll all, uh, it'll all work now. Um, this song, right. What comes after this song? Like, what is your, do you, do you have, um, stuff on the way? Do you kind of want to feel it out? Let it sit for a while. Let it, let it grow. Like what, what is kind of your thought? And also like, are you listening to stuff that is influencing songs to come? It's like a two part. What a loaded question. Um, yeah. So I have, I don't want to give too, too much away. Um, don't, but don't do I, um, keep everyone on their toes. And then when we, when we stop recording this call, just tell me everything. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, I definitely have, um, a lot, a lot on the way. Right? Like cool. it's like, a a couple different projects, but they're all, mm-hmm. all kind of related, I guess, sure. uh, in one way or another. Um, and I know that doesn't make any sense at all. Probably to, to the people listening. Um, keep it vague. Keep it vague. But, uh, but yeah, no, definitely more in the way. Um, and some very, very cool stuff that I'm I'm really excited about too. So yeah. very cool. I love it. I love it. Who are you listening to right now that uh if uh someone's listening they want they want music to listen to? Who should they go and do uh, I I just found this band. So I was actually look I was just uh kinda going around looking for music that's in the same vein as down to the filter. And mm-hmm. I came across this band called the Red Clay Strays. Oh yeah. Dude. Unreal. Yeah. <laughs> I've been I've been playing them nonstop. Um, yeah, they're great. So yeah. They're incredible. And I also just saw this band um, called the the, um, the Stews in town at uh, the uh, the basement east, and cool. they murdered. So I feel like um, I've heard of them. I may have heard. They're of them. super super cool. Um, I, I caught them at a music festival in Knoxville last year. I only caught like a little bit of their set. Um, so when they came back. A, a buddy and I went and dude, they just torched the house down. They're like a little four piece band and like their lead singer slash lead guitar player is just unreal. So um, check out the Stooge, man. They're dope. I, I think that's really cool. You know what? You know what I love recently? This is like one of my favorite things is that I'm seeing like all of these um, guys that are our age, right? That are, that are like children of the seventies with yes. being children in the seventies, like yeah. revelry, right. They're like Murfreesboro guys or, or like, um, and they're great. All of them are like really awesome dudes. Um, characters. Holy shit. And, Dude, uh, like Ace Monroe, <laughs> like Ace Monroe. Yeah. Right? Like, God, it's like, 
It's like Leonard Skinner and the fucking Hammond Brothers had a beat. Like, I know. It's unreal. It's like, uh, yeah, I think there's like a revival of that, even with like the mullet and everything coming I'm telling back. you. And like, like, I, got, I, got a, I got a damn mustache right now. I'm <laughs> telling you. And it's the style of dress, right? Like, it's like people yeah. are starting to wear like the fucking bell-bottom jeans again. And like, I love it. I think it's great, man. I do. Like, that's, that's some of the music I listen to the most. Like, I, oh, you know, I listen to I a lot of vinyl. And I, you know, I have like guys, I got Skinner playing pretty much every day in my yeah. room, right? Like I got bands like that playing all the time. Um, Brothers, obviously, ZZ Top, like all of those like Southern rock type bands. Um, I think it's fucking awesome. I really do. So, yeah, it's Dude, cool. That was a, that's where I come. I remember, so I was, my first band ever was, we were, I was in seventh grade and man, somebody started an 80s rock cover band. That's awesome. And that was all the stuff we played like Kansas and like created Clearwater and yeah. all that jazz, dude. And uh yeah, yeah that's like what well, that's literally what I grew up on. Like I remember when Pandora was the thing before Spotify. Oh yeah. My like I had like Ario Speedwagon station, <laughs> like like Boston station. Like I was like, what? Like yeah. and I was like 13, dude. And they and they would them. It was so funny, right? Because like that was like the birth of the streaming age, right? Because it was like, yeah, okay, so we could take all of these bands you're interested in, or all of these artists, and they'll just like put them into a station, and they'll just like shuffle through. But you couldn't choose your songs, right? Exactly. Like kids say, "Don't know." You couldn't choose your songs, right? Like wasn't that easy? <laughs> wasn't I that remember, easy? like, I would, I would have like multiple stations trying to find "More Than a Feeling" by Boston. Yeah. And you were just shuffle, trying. shuffle, and then it's like yeah, you, you shuffling, shuffles. and then I, yeah, you saw my shuffles, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's something else, but I think that's really cool, and uh, I love bands that, that are making revivals like that, and I also just love how I've noticed that music recently is is pretty much coming in full circle. Like, like yeah. people are realizing that there there's so much talent, and people find older genres of music so cool, but are afraid when they're young to accept the fact that they find that stuff so cool. So now they're just like, fuck it. And they just do whatever they want to do. And I think that that is awesome. I really think exactly. that's awesome. And it could, it could travel genres, right? It could be rock. Like it could be a honky tonk, traditional country. Like mm -hmm. it does not matter, but I love that it's making this full circle. I love it. Agreed. I couldn't be happier about it. Um, yeah. Partially because selfishly, because it's like, it's also create like that's the stuff that sounds so great live too yeah. at a live show. And I feel like now that COVID's, you know, we're kind of back in the full swing of life and everything. It's like, there's such an itch for live music. Like it's crazy. Like I've been going to the basement East, like pretty much every Thursday, just go watch yeah. over playing. Um, yeah. And, um, but yeah. And it's like, but that's the stuff that sounds so great live. And yeah. I think people are realizing like, like, your live music is kind of your bread and butter um, yeah. at, at the end of the day. So if your tracks don't sound like your live music, you know, no one's going to show up. Kinda, exactly. It's, it's, it's tough uh, to sell tickets. Um, and there's, and so there's some people now that are big time that are, yeah, I won't name names, but man. you know exactly what I'm talking about. There, there's unfortunately, some... man, unfortunately there is, it stinks, but yeah, it does stink, but but it's cool to see that people like it's live music's coming back around. Like yeah. that that's becoming like the cornerstone of the music industry again, and um and it makes me me really happy because like I'm just a damn troubadour dude. I just want to go exactly. play my little guitar and sing every night. That's so, right. That's right. I love um, it. I love it. Yeah.
Joe, dude, thanks for coming to hang out with me, man. Thanks for coming to talk about your music and, and, and to just kind of break down this song. And I think it's great. I think it sounds awesome. Uh, super happy to see you, you, you growing and uh, succeeding and reaching heights that a year ago you probably weren't at. And a year from now, you'll be even farther. And um, that's that's really cool to see. And, and uh, I appreciate you. You you look awesome. You're getting jacked. I love it. Uh, and Thank uh, you, man. Keep up all I'm trying. Stuff. Keep up all the good you, stuff, buddy. Joe. I appreciate it. Thanks for coming to hang. I appreciate you, man. Thanks for having me on, Kyle. Of course. Everybody, you can go follow Joe on Instagram uh, at Average Joe Bryson. Like I said, as always, the uh, best Instagram name on the entire social network, yeah. Average Joe Bryson. We love it. Uh, go stream Joe's new song, Down to the Filter. It's out now wherever you stream music. Uh, it's awesome. And if you love rock and roll and you love country music and you love blues music, it's it's got all that. And it's it's actually absolutely awesome. And I think that you would love it. Uh, so go stream it wherever you stream music. Uh, and uh, that was another episode of the RCM Podcast. I'm Kyle Corbis. That's Joe Bryson. You can follow us anywhere uh, and listen to us anywhere you listen to podcasts. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Follow us on Instagram at RCM underscore podcast. New episodes come out every Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, wherever you listen to pods. Like I said, this is the RCM Podcast. I'm Kyle. That's Joe. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.